Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. Today I'm so excited to have Karen Whiting and Rebecca White on the show. Karen writes to grow tomorrow's families today and to build strong family bonds that connect members with God. She is the author of more than 30 books, former television host, ASA certified coach, and an international speaker. She is a mother of five and a grandmother who enjoys crafts, baking, and Zumba. Rebecca White is a mother of two adopted girls and a grandmother. She directs the children's ministry at her church, a former elementary school teacher, and has co-authored two books. They are a mother-daughter team, and I'm so happy to have them both on the show today. Thank you, ladies, for being with me today. We're happy to be here. Karen, you have written many wonderful best-selling books. How many are geared towards helping parents raise their children to have a heart and to have head knowledge for Jesus? And what are your top three? In a way, that's a hard question to ask because I'm always thinking family when I write any book and equipping the mom or the child. There are two that are directly parenting books of growing a mother's heart and raising a young modern day princess. But there's a lot of books that kind of overlap. And you'll see that in the top three choices because some of them are for the child. The one year my princess devotions to do with your little preschool girl that helps them learn how to put God's word into action. There's always a princess in action activity every day to go with the scripture and learning what that's about. And then there's another one, Devos for Brave Boys that I did with Jesse Floria. We've done a few books together for teens and boys. And that is great because right now we are in a crisis in this country with boys who are not literate. They're falling behind in school and everything. And all of our society is pretty much Bible illiterate. And that is really hard. And this is to help give them that courage to persevere, to go on, as well as to bring up Bible literacy in a very fun, engaging way. And the third one is the gift of bread. It's a devotional on bread, but really this is the devotions are insights into bread in the Bible. There's always a family story or a story about engaging with bread, you know, a memory I have of bread in my life. And there's a recipe. But one of the reasons I think it's so great for families is because I believe meals are the heart of the family in many ways. And we need to have things that bring us into the kitchen, baking together, sharing those kind of stories that are in there, and connecting them with the family of God and our faith. Well, I think those are wonderful. Those are books that you can use to help you raise your child to have a strong faith in Christ because it all starts in the home. It's not in the church. You know, we need to take our armor, put it on, pull our bootstraps up as parents and dig deep and start teaching and training our children. And part of that is also training the family. As you said, Karen, I really like those books. And we'll have the links to the books in the show notes. And Rebecca, you and your mother co-wrote the supersized book of Bible craft gifts. It is outstanding. It is so full of so many great craft, we call them craftivities, activities with crafts. Can you please share with us some of your most unique crafts and gifts from the book? Well, one of my favorites is our simple, it's a very simple one. It's a little gift 
box that you can make that just takes us. We use lips in the book, but we also in the book, each craft has a way to expand to use other things, but we use lips. And this is something you could put some little chocolates in, and then you could give it to a neighbor or friend to remind them that, you know, their words and the words that come out of their mouth have to be kind and generous. And so I really like that one because it's a very simple craft to do. It's very versatile because like I said, we use lips in the book, but any kind of a two inch by three inch picture that they wanted to put on there or symbol they could use to make a make something that goes with whatever theme they're doing for things as well. And I like the idea that we're thinking about our words and what our words say, because that's so important in today's society. Oh, absolutely. And I really like uh, this little wallet craft that we have where they have a little special opening and they have pictures. They can, they can put pictures or words inside also. All of the crafts really we have made so that there are ways to use them to share the Bible with others and share the words of Christ and share kindness with others because that's really what this is about. It's ways that we can reach out to others and share Christ. I love that because they're crafts, but they're also gifts. They're gifts you can yes. give others, right? Yes. They're, it's really, a, it's just not, hey, let's sit down and draw a picture and right. let's post it on the wall. No, these are really great crafts that parents can do with their children. And the children can give them as gifts. It's teaching, like you said, kindness and about being a giver, which is what Christ yeah. wants us to have, right? He wants us to be mm-hmm. a joyful giver. There's toys, there's cards, there's storytelling aids, all sorts of things. One of the toys I love is just a little star glider in which there's five points and each point, you can write a word of encouragement to someone. And when you've put it together, it just takes minutes, you twirl it and it just spins around. So a child can make one for themselves and one to give someone else. And on that one, they can even write a little invitation to come to church with them or to join them at their house for some game time. It can become an invitation as well as a toy. That's great. You know, I really love, we have a little word book that's a Bible. (laughs) We use the word Bible for it. And it's for them to put in their favorite Bible verses or their favorite Bible stories. And again, it's something that they can pull out and they can share with others when they're at their house. They could make it and give it to a friend to share their Bible verses. But as they think about the Bible verses or the Bible stories that are most important to them to put in there, because there's five pages for them to fill with those, it gives them time to really reflect on the word of God and who God is in their life. You know, it's a great time for parents to ask, why is that Bible verse important to you? What difference does it make to you? Or why do you like that story? What about that story helps you connect to God? I think it's so important that we connect to our children this way. Not just teach them about God and read Bible stories, but interact with them in a, in a beneficial dialogue. So that's great. I, I, I'm telling you, I hope my listeners will get this book because it really is outstanding, one-of-a-kind, unique arts and crafts and yeah. gifts for, for children. Anything else you want to share about that book? Because it really is phenomenal. Just that it's all paper crafts, so it's inexpensive to make these crafts. There's 101 crafts, and there are 20, well, 21, I think it is, STEAM lesson extensions to go with it. So if they make the Starmobile in there, that they have a verse to go with it about shining like the stars, they go to that lesson extension and read facts about stars and do more activities with stars to extend that time and connect with them to bring in science and technology and all, because there are children that as they grow up, They move away from the faith 
because they don't think the faith is relevant and doesn't interact with science. So we wanted to bring that component in also. Oh, that's so important. It's a little bit of apologetics in there. Why do they believe what they believe? And where's the factual evidence for it? So we're connecting that as well in there. That's great. Karen, please tell us about your new book, 52 Weekly Devotions for Family Prayer. How is it different from your other family devotional books? Well, it's the third in the series. So it's laid out in the same format as that, where there's always a focus with a family beatitude. So you get an idea of why are we doing this? But every week starts with a question. So it may be, what's a blessing? Or what does God really do for me? (laughs) And these types of questions that children ask, why doesn't he answer my prayer fast? And then there are hands-on experiments to explore that question. There's a story that, uh, and it's based on a true story always, that shares how that works in our real life. And then there's a Bible story that also relates to that focus some scripture prompts that help you dig deeper because since it's for ages five to elementary ages, so five to about 12, really, the 12-year-old is so much deeper in thinking than the five-year-old that we can't go real deep in certain things, but through the chat questions, the parent can go deeper. And then every week has a different way to pray. So there are 52 methods of praying. Some are hands-on, some are for like ADD using a ball that bounces and everything else to remind us how to pray. Some are reflective in a garden or at a sunset or sunrise. And that way, families can try them out and see what works best for their family. I did an episode that talked about an experiment they had where they found out some kids feel closer to God and learn about God either silently in their bedroom reading their Bible, or they feel closer to Him in in an act or a play or singing on stage or worship songs. So I just I just love that you have that component in there. I love the color even of your devotional book for family prayers. It's it would if I was a child I would want to sit down and look at this and read it myself, not just for parents. So I love that also. Is there anything else you'd like to share about these two outstanding resources for parents and ministry leaders, teachers, grandparents? Everybody will benefit for this. Ministry leaders are going to love that craft book, I'm sure. Well, yes, and I was just at the Children's Pastors Conference where I did a workshop on engaging children in prayer with the prayer book. And there were 75, the maximum that could come into my class. It was supposed to be 50, but they had to move me to a larger room because so many wanted to get in. And they were just so excited because it was a hands-on one where we did the things in the book with the ball with blessings and pouring water to overflow the water to talk about how blessings overflow in our life. So when we're having a terrible day, we can sit back and think about all those blessings and realize we are really richly blessed. And we also gave out little kits on the craft book so they could try out some things that were in there. And I think that that showed the ministry leaders got very excited about thinking about that and doing those things. And I do think anyone who engages with children can use these books. And I'm sure Rebecca has something else to add. Yes. One of the things I love, one of the units I love in the in the craft book is our storytelling unit because we teach them how to make storytelling aids and we use Bible stories within it so they can use those aids to share that Bible story and to review that Bible story because so many times if we hear if they hear it just once, it will make an impression. But if they hear it over and over again and they interact with it, it's going to become a part of who they are. 
And that's really what we need to do to increase that Bible literacy is to make the Bible part of what is part of who they truly are and understand that that's part of who they are as a Christian and connecting them to Christ. Yes. You know, that interaction is how they learn and how they retain what they learn, not just from them memorizing a Bible story or a Bible verse. Sorry, my voice and my listeners are listening to me. My voice is raw today, but I'm just so happy to have you ladies on the show. Would you like to share anything else? Well, I would say that one of the things the IFS the, uh, that does family studies, one of the things they came out with is that the most impactful thing you can do with your children to keep them in their faith is to pray together. And we have to remember that not only do I feel passionate about raising the next generation of prayer warriors, but Rebecca can tell you that her early memories are of us doing these active type oriented devotions that I base these books on. Wow, that's great. Prayer is the most important. I say our youth and prayer and God's word are the most important tools we have to combat this evil society that we're living in. And so ladies, I, I thank you for being on the show. We will have the links to for them to purchase your books and keep writing because these are fabulous. And again, this is how we will all work together to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs>